Good morning, it's Thursday, January 17th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. President Obama calls for action on gun control. Americans held hostage in raid by extremists in Mali. And even defining assault rifles is complicated. In today's national news, when pills fail, this option provides a cure. Some diagnosed with autism are said to recover completely. And President Obama will name an aide as his chief of staff. In this morning's business headlines, J.P. Morgan uses big cut in pay to send a signal. The FDA seeks to tighten rules on hip implants. And bolstered by investments, Goldman Sachs's profit soars. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Calls for Action on Gun Control. Four days before taking the oath of office, President Obama on Wednesday staked the beginning of his second term on an uphill quest to pass the broadest gun control legislation in a generation. In the aftermath of the Connecticut school massacre, Obama vowed to rally public opinion to press a reluctant Congress to ban military-style assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, expand background checks, and toughen gun trafficking laws. Recognizing the legislative fight could be long and difficult, the president also took immediate steps by issuing a series of executive orders. Surrounded by children who wrote him letters seeking curbs on guns, Obama committed to a high-profile and politically volatile campaign for proposals assembled by Vice President Joe Biden that will test the administration's strength heading into the next four years. The emotionally charged ceremony attended by family members of those shot at Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut, reflected a decision by the White House to seize on public outrage to challenge the political power of the National Rifle Association and other forces that have successfully fought new gun laws for decades. The White House is planning a multifaceted effort to sell its plans, including speeches around the country by the president and vice president, and concerted lobbying by interest groups to influence several dozen lawmakers from both parties seen as critical to passage. I tell you, the only way we can change is if the American people demand it, Obama said in his remarks. And by the way, that doesn't just mean from certain parts of the country. We're going to need voices in those areas, in those congressional districts where the tradition of gun ownership is strong, to speak up and to say this is important. It can't just be the usual suspects. The NRA made clear it was ready for a fight. Even before the president's speech, it aired a provocative video calling him an elitist hypocrite for opposing more armed guards in schools while his daughters had secret service protection. Obama's plan included four major legislative proposals and 23 separate executive actions that he initiated on his own authority to bolster enforcement of existing laws, improve the nation's database of background checks, and otherwise make it harder for criminals and the mentally ill to gain access to guns. Obama asked Congress to reinstate and strengthen a ban on the sale and production of assault weapons that first passed in 1994 and expired in 2004. He also called for a ban on the sale and production of magazines with more than 10 rounds, like those used in Newtown and other mass shootings. 
The 23 executive actions Obama signed on Wednesday were largely modest initiatives to toughen enforcement of existing law and to encourage federal agencies and state governments to share more information.